Hello, one, two, three, four. Oh, yeah, we should check audio first. Looks like it's good. It's good idea, huh? Yeah, I know. We're already started. They're listening right now. We are just checking our audio. You know, we're pros. We've never done this before. All right, now the audio sounds a little better. Check one, two, three. How's that, Ron? Check one, two, three. How's that? Kind of how we started the TV broadcast tonight, too, when you weren't paying attention because you were watching yourself on television. Yeah, that's right. This is Postcast. I'm David Black <laughs> along with Ron Boone. The Jazz start out the first of a five-game homestand with a really commanding win and look really good doing it, both on the offensive end and then the defensive end when they needed to against the Atlanta Hawks. We're talking about it coming up on Postcast. Postcast is brought to you by the Golf Channel. No, it's not. Ron was just on the Golf Channel today. <laughs> but it is brought to you by the store, located 6200 South, in also at the Gateway, home for all your great holiday needs, plus the mudslide cookie. Ron Boone. I thought the Jazz were pretty darn impressive tonight. Like, they took advantage of what they should. They exploited Atlanta's bad defense. They faced a team that had lost six of seven coming in that had played really bad defense for seven straight games, and they made him play really bad defense for an eight straight game. And then when they want, when late in the game, they they really got into him defensively. I thought Donovan made some defensive plays late that were just outstanding. They didn't fall into the, what do you call the trap? Type ball game, yeah. they took advantage of and, and played very well. They only gave up eight fast break points, something that they were concerned with. It, well, that's been something they concerned with every ball game, but not giving up uh, a ton of points in transition with a team that likes to run and push the ball up the floor. That's that's something good. A bunch of different parts of this ball game. They're key. Uh, really, I thought Donovan. I, I actually thought a lot of guys played really great tonight. Um, I thought Donovan was just in complete control of this basketball game. Trey Young was super and fun to watch, but I thought Donovan was efficient and in control and picking spots and uh, took 20 shots without ever feeling like he was hogging. The ball moved. It popped. The pass numbers are probably pretty good tonight. And, you know, it, it leads to some things that both Jordan Clarkson and Mike Conley said to us today in the media session that we were with them on Atlanta plays the drop big. And so, the ball popped and the ball moved and both Jordan and Mike said, Hey, the ball's not moving. And some things are different because teams are not playing us the way they used to, because we kill them if they do that. And so we're dealing with more trapping and what they, and more blacking, which is switching. And so, and those team things limit ball movement. You know, we saw it. And then when they trapped the jazz reacted perfectly tonight. So I think we're beginning to understand that some of the things feel different about the Jazz might be being dictated by the outside more than it is by the inside. Okay, so having said all of that, that if teams are playing the Jazz different and they're seeing something different probably from every team in the in the NBA, which they should, uh, they're just a little slow making some adjustments with some teams maybe. And, and But when they do, I mean, you, you recognize that, that's for sure. But Right now, I, I think the way the Jazz can move the basketball, their assists are down, uh, maybe because uh, I think the Jazz are playing a little bit more off the dribble now, off the bounce. and But that will get corrected. I mean, I don't have any problem. Uh, I have all the confidence in the world that you know a lot of that stuff will get corrected. So when you feel like tonight, well, that looked like the old Jazz. That looked like the Jazz tonight. Mm-hmm. I think what you're actually seeing is that they played a team that played a drop big, played that style of defense. Mm-hmm. Then a few times they tried to trap. The Jazz reacted and spaced correctly and took advantage of it. So I think what we're really seeing is them learning how to play different styles. And tonight they got to play the style where they are the best. If you drop the big, the Jazz move it, penetrate our guards, they'll kill you. Yeah, and and so just play right into the hands. 
of what the Jazz can, can do best. And I totally agree with you there. Uh, how far or uh, do the Jazz have to go? I, I think to it depends on if Jordan Clarkson gets hot and, and he's shooting a respectable percentage or something like that. Then, you know, it, I, I know a lot of I, I have arguments probably with Thurl Bailey probably the most about defense dictates the offense or offensive takes the defense. I just think, boy, you get the crowd going offensively, you know, defense all, always picks up for some reason. Ben Anderson on the postgame show had an incredible note. The Hawks had 18 threes tonight, did not score 100 points. That's only happened 10 times in, in the NBA history. history. See, the three-point shot came into the league in 79 maybe or – Somewhere in there. When did the ABA merge? Isn't that one of those? It was 76, was it? The Magic's Birds entry and Magic's and Larry had the three. So the, we the just leagues, ignored it for a long time. Yeah, that, that's the problem. Yeah, the NBA ignored it because they didn't think it was – because it was it, they didn't invent it probably. It was a reckless <laughs> ABA play. Right, yeah, exactly. Actually just yeah. <laughs> we were already an analytical league. Yeah. How is that? That's right. Yeah, right. First analytics. <laughs> ABA, Analytical Basketball Association. Uh few stretches game were important. Rudy Gobert picks up three fouls. There's about eight minutes left, nine minutes left in the second quarter. Son Whiteside closes out that quarter really, really well. Yeah. He's, I think, is, is starting to uh, accept the minutes. And I'm trying to be careful here because I don't want to sound like, you know, he was unhappy. But accepting the, the amount of minutes and being productive in that short period of time, I think he's starting to, to realize that, you know, I can be and I can add to, you know, what the Jazz are trying to do out there in 18 minutes again, 18 minutes a I, night. I, I don't know whether he's unhappy, but going from playing 30 minutes a night in Miami it's or hard. Thir- in Portland to suddenly playing four four-minute stints is a heck of an adjustment. It's, and he it's, said it to us on a post-game show that yeah, that yeah. is a difficult adjustment for him. He's trying to figure it out. And so I think when you're – you know, he's beginning to figure out tonight he got to do what he does best, which is play 10 minutes consecutively because Rudy got into foul, got into foul trouble. I, I will say this about Rudy. I, I admire him for trying to stretch his offensive wings. Um, it's not very successful. And what I'm more concerned on is it's one or two offensive fouls a night. And if that's – I get the effort, and I want him to do it, and we need him to do it because we have to take advantage mm-hmm. of switching teams, and Rudy's got to be able to punish people if we're going to win a championship. And so that is true, but I am concerned with these offensive fouls. Yes. The beauty of Rudy last year was he had the lowest foul rate of his career, and he stayed on the floor all the time. Has to realize that he hurts the team when he does that, does those type of things. He just doesn't have those skills. Um, I think in a couple of different areas, he offensively he can he can, but he has to work on it. He could be better. He has to work on it. I mean, the little shot that that. White side shoots, little jump hook. I mean, just around the basket. He's seven foot, seven foot one. He's not going to get it blocked that often. I mean, if if, if Rudy would just concentrate on something like that rather than trying to pull some Giannis moves with his back to the basket you know, and that type of thing, then I think he would be more productive offensively. I uh, want a tip of the hat to, I bet the Jazz really battled Trey Young well. He was fabulous. He was yeah. beautiful to watch. I think Royce O'Neal is just playing incredible basketball. Right yeah, now. I love his game. And, and we talked about that left-handed shot that we have not seen. Or maybe he's just, maybe he worked over over the summer, but maybe now he's just starting to expand his game a little bit. He picks and chews when he shoots the basketball. Seven shot attempts tonight. 
ended up with, with five rebounds and four assists, 18 points. Just a solid game. I mean, for what Quinn needs out of him, he gives it. Here was an interesting moment, and this, I think, is a bigger moment. Like, keep an eye on this for the future. Teams hide their worst defender on Royce O'Neal because he can't beat him. So Royce O'Neal brought the worst defender to Donovan Mitchell. There's either one of two ways that you can avoid a switch for your defense. So Donovan, Rudy, Royce sets a pick on Donovan's man. That guy either can just fight over it like, oh, holy hell, and get through it. And eh, Royce sets a good pick. He can't do it. Your only other choice at that point is to double Donovan. Yeah. What we saw from Royce tonight was Royce getting the pass from Donovan in the middle of the lane and then either finishing or conducting. Mm -hmm. And I think that's going to be a really, really important play moving forward. If you think back to the Clippers playoff series, whenever Reggie Jackson was on the floor, the Jazz would bring whoever Reggie Jackson's man was to Donovan to try to get Reggie Jackson onto Donovan. The Clippers would double team, and the Jazz didn't know how to react. We saw Royce O'Neal now in the middle of the floor with either Rudy in the dunker spot, Boyan Bogdanovich in one corner, Mike Conley in the other. That is deadly. Yeah, so Quinn has made that adjustment to put Royce in a position where he can distribute the basketball, pass it, or and now you got a passer slashing in the middle of the lane. That, that's a great point. It's a totally great point. All right, that wraps up postcast tonight. Thanks for tuning in. Good, solid win by the Jazz. Good fourth quarter defense. Hit the threes and then allowed a lot of threes, but we knew that was coming, so to get that win is good. If you listen to Lockdown Jazz, we, the Jazz have been unusually lucky defending the three. I know this is really weird for people, but the variance of opponent three-point shooting in a season is not very big. So when your opponents are shooting 27% early in the season against you, it's going to get to 33. Maybe you're going to be best in the league at 33, but it's not going to stay at 27. It's not going to stop it there. It just the variance gets small. So right now the variance got kind of corrected itself, and we got a win out of it. It's pretty good. Have a good one. Talk to you soon.